Hey everybody, welcome to Selfie Box. I'm Denali. And today we have Javi and Tyler joining us. We're going to talk about the identity crisis happening in the world. Just take a little second to talk about you two for a minute. Oh yeah. Javi is an artist and you just dropped a three EP. Three piece uh, EP. Three piece EP. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually six pieces. Um, a little bit of poetry in there. Uh, a little bit of storytelling going on as well. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Came from uh, straight from the chest, straight out the heart. Okay. Yeah. Is that the video that was just released that I saw? That was the live performance for one of the uh, the last song on the project. Okay. Mm-hmm. But okay. there's two other songs there and then uh, three kind of interluding pieces that kind of tell a story as it goes on. It's 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 definitely... Something near and dear to my heart. You oh, know? that's cool. But, Very cool. Yeah, I mean, that's where all of it comes from. You got to kind of have it coming from your chest. If not that, then where is it? What are you that's doing? Awesome. Yeah. That's you doing? awesome. It, is, it turned out really nice. I appreciate the that. Part, the part's under thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, you know, my man with the master plan right there. Hands on. What what part did you play in it? So I did probably some of, some of the production, mostly for like the interlude pieces. We got the beats elsewhere mm-hmm. from T. T. And yeah, but yeah, I did all the audio engineering, the mixing, the mastering, the uh, did the video piece as well for the yep. live performance, editing, yeah, yeah, Color all, all the all the interlude cinema or what is it, cinema sound effects, stuff oh like yeah. That. Okay. yeah, the foley. So, I'm with some multi-talented people here <laughs> who are in the music industry, and it's part of the reason why I wanted to have this chat with you guys mm-hmm. is because I think it would be the toughest industry to want to even be part of. And still maintain your identity. Oh, dude. Would that be correct? Yeah, <laughs> I would agree there. Yeah. <laughs> I think see we can love. see in the world today that there is an identity crisis happening, whether it's political, sexual, your gender. People seem to kind of not know who they are and gravitating towards these identifiers and making them their identity. Mm. So I think I maybe did that for a little bit with politics instead of putting God first in my life, I was putting the politics first in my life and thinking I could change the world. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't do that without God. No, no. <laughs> no. no. So it feels like, because I'm older than you guys, I don't know if this feels like this to you, but that the world is getting crazier. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. You can feel it too? Okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And people seem to know who they are less and less. Now they're trying to imitate um, what they think they should be opposed exactly. to actually knowing who they are or figuring out who they are. I would say I spent the first 40 some years of my life doing that. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely something to, uh, to be talked about. You, you have a lot of influences that go on in your life. So mm-hmm. um, you have a lot of people, at least with this generation, I know they have a lot of I, Tyler, our generation have a lot of influences and influencers mm-hmm. that kind of push this image of what you should be. You got to be this to be cool. You have to talk like this to be cool. You got to dress like this to be cool. Do these things to be cool. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just kind of playing off of everybody's natural want, which is to fit in mm-hmm. um, and be accepted. But, you know, it, it, you, don't, you don't need any of that. Stand out. I think you nailed it there to be fit or accepted. But even in my generation, and, and I don't know that this was maybe a generational problem, but with me, I just wanted to be loved. That's a huge one. And so I became whoever the people I was with wanted me to be. Mm. And like for my husband, even like I thought he wanted, you know, he really wanted me to be a realtor because he's in the construction business and he built homes. And of course that would all make sense. I, I did that for him and I did well at it, but I really, it wasn't 
who I was supposed to be. Mm. Um, but I did so many things for my mom, for my kids, who I thought they wanted to be me to be so they would love me. And it wasn't until I really started to be who I was created to be that I started to love me. And it was fascinating that everybody still loved me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the problem that I have and learned over time is it's a journey to figure out who you are. Absolutely. And who God created you to be. And the enemy doesn't want us to know. No. He, he's, he, even no. with Jesus at the, in the garden, what's the first thing he says? If you are the son of God, right? If, he's, if. Trying, <laughs> he's trying to destroy his identity. So that should be a clue to us that the enemy doesn't want us to know our identity because he was going to fail the whole cycle and the whole world that God had promised yeah. and that had been prophesied if Jesus would have given in to that temptation. Yep. So it makes me think about all the temptation that I've given into to become not who God created me to be, but what could the world look like if none of us did? Yeah. Right. If we actually all fulfilled who we were created to be. Mm -hmm. That's actually really funny. Um, in my rehearsal of this, you know, sit down, I was talking similarly you know, points to that. Uh, the enemy doesn't want us to know who we are in the slightest amount. Because if we all did fulfill our divine purpose that God has for us, because everybody here has something special that they're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, he doesn't just create you just because. Everybody has a role to play. And if we all had like, would wake up and fulfill that role, we'd be in some, we'd be in the mix for real. It'd be like higher level frequencies, oh, wouldn't yeah. it? Um, Ex extremely high. Like you said, in the mix. I like In the that. mix for That's real. Nice. Like yeah. it's, you know, because everybody has something special that they're supposed to do. And you have individuals that are waking up. You have individuals that are actually yeah. trying to go forth and fulfill that. But you have to seek, you have to seek that, you know. It's not found in kind of just going with the flow. And I feel like a lot of people, instead of going against the grain, mm -hmm. they want to fit. I just, mm -hmm. just want to feel, like you said, loved. I want people to accept me. I want, I want validation. Well, I think people more nowadays are seeking pleasure instead of seeking righteousness. People want to be happy. They think it's the pursuit of happiness, but it's really the pursuit of and seeking of righteousness in my eyes. I think that's like how that. the enemy works to steal our identity. Yeah. Is he feeds us, oh, these ideas like this is pleasurable. You know, mm -hmm. drugs, alcohol, money, Being love. Loved. It feels good. Yeah. Being Validation. Loved, codependency, yep. you name it. Yep. And it feels good for a few minutes, but we're always chasing that hit again. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's like having a toxic girlfriend or boyfriend who it was really awesome the first month. This is, this is your relationship with the enemy. You have this like great relationship the first month and you're constantly seeking that first month of that good behavior. Right. And it never, never works out because it was never going to. No, no. <laughs> I feel like you guys Not might at relate all. to that. So I feel like the um, enemy is like this toxic, abusive relationship. Oh yeah. And we start out in For that sure. world with him. But when we seek God, it's like we get to leave that abusive relationship because we're adopted into his family. Amen. But I think of like a foster kid who, you know, they're born into this abusive family, mm. right? And he goes to a foster home where they're really loving and mm. they really want to, you know, show him <laughs> love and really stable relationships and like the bigger purpose for his life. But he still remembers that old family and it's yeah. comfortable. Yeah. yeah. 
That's interesting. But if he could fully embrace the family that really wants to love him. Well, see, it's kind of like seeking comfort and happiness and pleasure and, yes. and pursuing that. You and know? the comfort doesn't mean it's good. No, no, no. no. It rarely is, no, I feel no. like. No, but once once the, the baby resigns to like, oh, this is good. Love is good when we do with our father mm. <laughs> who adopts us into sonship and daughtership. That's Comfort. that's our identity. Absolutely. Comfort is yeah. only healthy when it's endorsed by the father, I think, mm-hmm. you know. I, outside of that, I feel like you should be pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Go against the grain. But it's hard. I get it. It I'm is. It is I, hard. It I is. struggle with it. Everybody does. So. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not something that's just, you know, on perfect. one person. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. Have you guys always known who you are? No. No. <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> yep. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey of showing up? as to finding out who you are. Cause I feel you both have a pretty good sense of who you are now, yeah. but there had to have been a time when it wasn't all perfect. Right. Cause that's the whole thing is we have to search to see that and Absolutely. find that. Absolutely. So, um, with me in particular, you know, I, uh, I grew up in a lot of different environments. Mm-hmm. Um, so not so much people pleasing, but just the, just trying to fit, figure out where I kind of sit. Um, I still don't fully know who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, 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 not knowing who I am, but, I see the vision. I see what God is kind of the path he's put me on. And as long as I stick to the path, I know that I'm going to get to where I'm going. Um, I know kind of what's at the end of it, but every day is a learning process. You know, every day is another step that you take to learn more about yourself. Um, And right now, you know, God does certain things to kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Not necessarily hunker down on you, but he, with me in particular, I've gone through things where I, I, I stretch myself thin. Mm-hmm. I stay in places longer than um, I overstay my welcome, I guess you could say. Um, and so God is teaching me, you know, removing myself from those things early, earlier rather than later. Can you give us an example of what you mean? Yeah, relationships. Oh, um, okay. That's a huge one. You know, some, some people are, are brought into your life to be leaves. Mm-hmm. Some people are brought to be pillars. Some people are just grass that you should step over mm-hmm. um, and kind of walk through. Don't stay, don't lay in it and, you know, bathe in the poppies. But I, growing up, not necessarily understanding the concept of, of love and, and really getting that in a manner that I feel like I understood, I, um, I latch on when I, when people kind of show me that I'll latch into it. And so sometimes I'll hold on to a leaf mm-hmm. and try to make it a pillar, mm. um, And what that does is, you know, it not only hurts me, but it also hurts that person because God wants you there for a second, a split second. You drop the message, you move on, drop the seed, move on. Instead, I'm like, but I can, I can make it work. I can fix it. I can put it together. I can hold it together. And he's like, so you're trying to take God's job. Exactly. (laughs) Fixing broken things. I am familiar. Not, I'm not judging. I have been that. (laughs) Fixing broken things. Fixing broken things. Yeah. 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 My mom, my mom is, uh, she, she brought a lot of, shout out mom. Um, she, she brought a lot of clarity to, you know, some of the stuff that I've been going through lately. She was like, you love broken stuff. Like, um, in like 20, 2019, I adopted like these three dogs, these old dogs that I was trying to take care of. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but you know, some of my exes in the past, not, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> broken stuff, just, you know, didn't have the best home life, didn't have the best upbringings. And I'm like, I can show you better. I can teach you. I can help you. I'm not a teacher. Me trying to, you know, go out and, and teach somebody something is like a piece of chalk trying to stand up and teach a class. God uses me as a tool. Were you equally yoked to these women? No. 
Oh, not okay. at all. Different upbringings, different values. Um, do they believe in God? They say they do to fit the mold. You know, oh. mm-hmm. they say they say they do to fit the mold to a degree. And, and and I'm not saying again. I don't know fully any of their walks. Each individual has their own walk mm-hmm. with him. Um, but you know, taking a step back and actually looking at it objectively instead of being in it mm-hmm. and wanting it for them and wanting it for them exactly, you can see the inconsistencies. Whereas before, I was doing this. I was like, no, no, that's good. It's okay. <laughs> hey, we got it. Yeah. But that's I, not the case. I can totally relate. <laughs> right now, I'm in, a, I'm in a place of isolation. And I think that's where you truly learn about yourself and where God actually talks to you. The wilderness. And, exactly. And the friction. Yep. Eremos. Well, I think of too when um, Paul was just gone for a few years to just learn about God. I feel like that's kind of where he's had me at the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I haven't hang out with my friends a lot. I haven't done a lot. It's just him hanging out with God to build strength and to build me. Sitting in that presence. So I can be more to the people around me. Well, exactly. You know, one of my biggest prayers that I always pray to him is through, use me so they can see you. When they look at me, mm-hmm. they see you. Mm-hmm. And in order for that to even be a thing, you have to really figure out, well, one, who is he? Mm-hmm. And then two, who do you want me to be? Yes. So you can actually use me. So you can inhabit this. And when they see me, they see you. You know, I'm trying to, with both you and I, and you as well, trying to get and do things that when they look at your life, when they look over the legacy, it's like, not one person could have done that. And you're like, you're right. It wasn't just me. By any means, it wasn't just me. No. You know? So it's just, that's where I'm at currently is in the friction, the wilderness, the isolation. And that's where you really figure out who you are. But nowadays you have a lot of people who just, I can't be by myself. Mm-hmm. I want, I need the other people. I need the, I need the people, mm-hmm. please. I need my friends. Well, I need my family around me. I need mm-hmm. all of this stuff. It, Cause it's, it's hard. Well, it is hard, but it's a, the same as needing alcohol, drugs, money. Yeah. And when you need people. Even isolation. And, yeah. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. when you need those things so badly that you become a slave to them yeah. <laughs> instead of, Oh, who am I in this? Who do I want to be? Who does God want me to be? I, I really think that's what you just said. You want to reflect him and fulfill your purpose that mm-hmm. he has for you. That is our identity. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> light bulb. Bing, bing. Hitting topics. Man. Edit it in. <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> I will. Yeah. You will? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> so Tyler, have you ever been like you kind of had a tough time at certain points in your life mm-hmm. that you've shared with us actually in a previous podcast even yeah. um, where your identity was a little shaken about who yeah. you were versus who you are. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, like as a kid, I was a Christian, right? I, I like, and I think like most people that are raised in families like grow up to be religiously Christian, right? And, and understand that. I need to interrupt you. I have to tell you this crazy story before you get started. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can fit it in there, but yeah, it was so weird. He was a Christian at such a young age. He wanted to get baptized. And we're like, oh, no, no, that's a lot of work. That means we have to do something, right? We yeah. were like these horrible parents because we didn't know. We weren't as fully where you were. Yeah. So you were kind of leading us a little bit. It was like childlike faith, right? So yeah. I- I, I mean, I was like, this is what it is. Cool. Yeah, I get <laughs> it. God you, spoke to you. You get a little older, you hear different perspectives mm-hmm. and you want to be liked, specifically in middle school and high school when you yeah. want to be popular, you want to be a part of the crowd, you want to have mm-hmm. the fun experiences. And I think I ended up taking that 
little bit too far where I was doing too many drugs, drinking too much, mm. doing stupid stuff to be liked or thought of as like, I don't know, cool or wild or adventurous or that guy. You know what I mean? Mysterious, whatever, whatever adjective you can fit. Him. And him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. And um, I think it really hit some dark points and I just like couldn't understand it until probably about a year, two years ago, right before I met Nicole. And I really found myself because I went through like emotional heartbreak and mm. these things where, and really understanding shame and how it was making me act and how my anger and my self relationship was hurting people around me. Mm. And I was putting my identity into the people around me. So whatever they viewed me as was how I thought I was. Mm. Their reflection of me was what I thought I was. And mm-hmm. I would go home sometimes and sit by myself, smoke a little pot and just freak out. Like, like, <laughs> just, like over, over something small. Like I, I said something that might've been slightly inappropriate at work to a friend Damn. and I would just trip out and freak out get anxious and victimize myself and pity myself. And, and, and I would think that was me. You know, mm. these, these things where these mishaps happened. You were a victim. That was me. I was a victim. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. I, I didn't see, I didn't feel that, but yeah, you, you, yeah. you, it was your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember one time I called you really depressed. I was like, I need help. And you came down, got me a book, the miracle morning. And, and it like the, the book was cool. The like the, the morning routine book was cool. I think it like put me on the right path, but I think in general, it inspired me to learn more about developing myself, which brought me to God forward after that mm. and, and learning about Christ and what it means to be, uh, have my identity in Christ. So the book, The Miracle wow. Morning, we'll put it in the links. It's a, it's kind of a book that establishes a morning routine that kind of starts your day off good. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of, re- I recommended you read the Bible as yeah. the par- portion of your reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually that did become your, your yeah. habit. Yeah. That's all I read now. <laughs> <laughs> so much to read. Book you need. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think if you are in a spot like that, I would recommend taking the the small parts of your life that you can can control during the day, like your morning routine, mm-hmm. and and making that an effort and a priority in your life. Well, because this is the problem with not knowing who you really are and being somebody else, or you know, you know, an orange can't be a, yeah. a blueberry. An orange was created to be an orange. A blueberry was created to be a blueberry. Facts. Yeah. So if an orange tries to be a blueberry, nobody's going to want to eat it. No, no. It'd be a disgusting <laughs> yes. blueberry. Because God created us specifically with unique DNA, talents, gifts, and abilities that we're supposed to. Isn't it kind of interesting when, you, when you're a blueberry and you try to be an orange that you're literally like, like, <laughs> defeating what you're trying to do. Yes, you're defeating <laughs> what your purpose, <laughs> your is, purpose is to be full of citrus yeah. and juice. You were like a scanner. <laughs> yes. You, you have a you peel. Skin. You're Nasty. counteracting that thing that you want. Like you want yes. to be loved and appreciated. Well, be yourself. For you. Because when you're trying to be the blueberry, you're trying to be the orange that you're not, people aren't going to like that. They can see through it. It's inauthentic. Yes. It's not who you are. And it's not your identity. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. I'm sorry. I just got excited because that was that was a bar right there. Thank I'm you, not bro. gonna I lie to that. you. Straight up, you gotta be. You gotta be you. You have yeah. to be you. If my mom used to say, "Shout out, mom." My mom used to say, "If you're not gonna be you, who's gonna be you?" Amen. Amen. 
Because you, yeah, the world needs you. The world needs you. The world you. needs you. Facts. World and needs you. what happens to you when you're not being you, you just said you were anxious. You had depression. Okay. And so we see all these people fighting their true selves. You see them fighting who they are. They're fighting their identity. Whether, you know, I'm gonna, I need to be careful here for you too, because we'll get in trouble, mm. but you guys know who I'm talking about. There's people out there fighting yeah. their identities. Oh yeah. We'll oh say, my gosh. We'll call it, we'll call it politically. Woo wee. <laughs> Woo wee. Yeah. Woo wee. That's and a topic you, right there. When you're fighting who you were created to be, I mean, you're going to be suicidal. You're going to be depressed. You're going to feel like you're not, something's not right. Well, this is the sad part because people discredit Christianity. Right. They, mm -hmm. I mean, at the, like where society's yeah, at, at right now, last reel. <laughs> where society's <laughs> at right now, people think it's a fairy tale. People don't see the validity in it. The, the, the real historical evidence behind it, even outside of that, besides God showing up in your life and giving it a shot. People are just anti that right now. And when you are like that, what is your God? You, we are made to worship something. What are you worshiping? You know what I mean? Are you worshiping, are you worshiping your ideology? Are you worshiping, you know, maybe you're worshiping social media, mm -hmm. maybe. So I was very, I got kind of weirdly involved in politics after COVID and I hadn't <laughs> been on, like, it just wasn't even on my radar, but it started to become who I was. Mm -hmm. Like I am this person, this is what I believe, and this is who I am. Mm. But it it was gross. And I, I started to feel hateful and bitterness and, and I love people. I love yeah. people who don't agree with me and I wasn't loving them. That's great. No, it, I was Need not. Them. And, and, but you could see it too with all these movements that happen, like the feminist movement and I'll probably get in trouble for this, but it becomes their ideology. It becomes what they worship. Yep. And you can see that if you, I kind of followed the movement just recently learning more about it because, you know, I grew up with that ideology. Like mm -hmm. that was, what you do, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. men probably weren't going to always be there for you. You should probably make it on your own and your man's probably going to leave you at some point. So you don't really need him, but if it works out great for you, but you're just lucky. Yeah. Um, like these are the kind of things we're taught. You don't need a man. Mm -hmm. And I can see it coming out so much <laughs> in social media. No, but it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> Stop telling the girls that. <laughs> it's a lie. It's such a lie. Cause I need my men in yeah. my life. Yeah. I, I need them for like, we are a compliment. Yeah. We, we are not. We are made for each other. Yes. For real. Yeah. And there's a beauty in it when we come together with each of our gifts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pain. Agreed. I know, but. Emotional guys, damage. Um, yes. But you can see where like people can worship that ideology. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they, now they belong to something. Well, but, it's interesting. So there's. New age, right? Yeah. So when I moved away from college and was going through this really hard time, I had separated myself from Christ a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So I grew up Christian, separated myself, started looking at other things like spiritual new age stuff. Mm -hmm. I was literally astral projecting like crazy, like it, a real experience, you know, yeah. and, and, and looking at crystals and, and, and astrology and all these weird things and opening myself up to all these things. And I wonder like, like you, you're going to worship that ideology as well. Cause it is an ideology. There's no one at the helm. It's like, I mean, maybe the universe, but give God, God give God his, his title. Credit. Yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. And how, how, what was your mental health state during that time? The worst. I mean, 
real, like real bad stuff. I was doing the most drugs, treating people the worst, treating myself the worst. Mm-hmm. You're letting a whole bunch of stuff that's not you in there mm-hmm. start stirring your brain up. Isn't it interesting when we don't like ourselves, how hateful we are to other people? Ooh-wee. Dude. Ooh-wee. Ooh. That's a fact. It's because that's not, we're not reflecting our creator. Exactly. Yep. We're reflecting the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't reflect the world. The world ain't got nothing for you. world ain't got nothing for you. You know, even the people that say they for you nine times out of ten, not you know all of them, but you know nine times out of ten they got they got they got knives behind their backs too. Um, just depends. I want to get back to the. T- I mean, I might get in trouble for this, and if I do, edit it out. Um, <laughs> you know, but back to the point on 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 the feminist portion and and the women. I could talk about this all day long. I love women first and foremost. I love y'all. I love the ladies, but um. The thing is, it has been an attack on women since the beginning of time, since man and woman were created. Satan has understood, if I can get her, I can change his ideology. I can change what he thinks. I can change how he acts. I can change how he moves. And if I can do that, then I win. Well, I think that's that's the driving force behind feminism. So is... And I think the devil got this right. The mm. enemy got this right. Because what you said, is just like in the garden, he used her to influence Adam, Adam. Mm-hmm. right? And we have, this is what we have. We have a superpower, women. We have influence. We have so, to use it for good. Yes. We have to use it to lift up and support our men, yes. not tear them down and destroy. Yes. So this is an interesting thing. You know, yes. like the man is the head of the family, right? Mm-hmm. But the woman's the, the neck. neck. Turn that thing yeah. where it needs to go. The neck. Turn that thing oh, where it needs to go. Cool. That's a that fact. Cool. That's a fact. My big fat Greek wedding. Shout out my big fat Greek is wedding. Is that in Yeah, it is. Oh, bro. that's fire. She yeah. said, I am the neck. I turn the head wherever I want it to go. You've Straight got to up. watch that movie. Yeah, it's I need great, to watch it, man. You, you haven't seen it? I haven't. That's a it's, great movie. It's super important to watch for me because my girlfriend's Romanian. She literally has like, and it's a very similar culture. It's like a great I, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do have to say this too, because like there's a guy in there where Windex solves everything. Oh yeah. It's go. hilarious. And so I tease your brother because- he thinks the insurance industry is behind all evil. That's so funny. <laughs> and he can Wait, tie what? everything back to the industry. That's so Insurance awesome. industry. Like this can, guy can tie everything back to Inde- Windex. That's so <laughs> insurance. Awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, That's you should crazy. hear it. It's like reasonable too. I bet it is. I, know, I bet. I bet. Honestly. He's incredibly brilliant. But oh, yeah. Might be too brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back back to our regular scheduled podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just had to segue there for women real quick. That's been a... Uh, been a big one. It is. It, but, well, it's a part of your identity, right? Because our identity as women is to be, and that you know, is to help. be your help. Help me and help, right? <laughs> and help me. and there's a beauty in that. Yes, y'all have so much power. Like y'all have the, the same power that you guys are biting and fighting for. You have it. Yeah, you have it. Yeah, we do. It's just it's just how you use it and how you maneuver it. And I understand like why it's it's so difficult to kind of get not even in line, but just kind of, you know, navigate that because you have so many outside sources telling you, hey, you got to do this. Hey, it's cool to do this. Mm -hmm. It's not cool to do that. Let me let me tell you right now. City girls. It's not cool. Sexy red. Hey, you can love the music all day long. It's not cool, man. At the end of the day, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting the people around you. You're hurting the individuals that do want to actually care about you and love you. Out of line and out of position, man. And if 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 the enemy get the women, he get all of us. And that's, you know, again, shout out mom. Um, my mom my mom be talking, just like your mom be talking. We should have brought her in, man. 
honestly, the, the, now that you guys live, now I don't know where you guys live at. <laughs> oh yeah, she's getting invited for sure. His mom lives like two minutes from us. Yeah, so right around crazy. the corner. It's yeah. great. It's yeah. great. But but that's, you know, that's been a big thing for me, you know, and just what I've been going through lately, the unequally yoked portion. Um, people just be out of position sometimes. So you said a word there that really hit me. Hmm. Power. Yes. Yeah. Seeking of the power. The power, the power, the power. That is the problem. Yep. Yep. We're all seeking power, 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 not love. Ooh. Ooh. And it's seeking power without understanding the power that you innately have. Already have. Yes. And and use it. and using that power for good. Yes. Please. And, yes. Instead of self-serving whatever ideology. Yeah, because that what is love? Because it, it feels good. Love is not yeah. self-serving. No, it is not. No. Love does no, not self-serve. Love does not boast. Love is not pride. Love is not rude. I need some love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Where's that? I'm sorry. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Do not edit that out. That was awesome. <laughs> so anyway. This has already become my favorite guess, podcast. <laughs> Finding ourselves is so important to our journey of this fulfilled life. Like we're not going to be happy all the time. God didn't promise that. But he did give us a joy that happens when we walk in obedience with him. When we follow the steps that he created for us. And that joy, I do believe as I walk on that path, is the freedom from stress and worry. Because I'm like, he put me on the path. It's up to him to make it happen, right? Hey, <laughs> I, hey. don't, I don't have to be in control of it all. Thanks. I get to just enjoy this walk. And there's a joy that comes even when something bad happens. Like we did just get beat up on social media for a reel. We just posted it. kind of hurt. It was a lot of hate. It was a lot. Really <laughs> it was fast a lot, too. Really, really fast in one really? night. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Atheist, man. And the, the atheists really hate us. We love you. We love you guys. We love you anyway. I'm about to say. But it still hurts for a second. And you're like, okay, God, you set us to this. Y- you know, mm-hmm. we just ask that maybe you warm their hearts a little bit. You know, and he, he pours oil on obedience, you know. Yes. He does. He does. Fact. He does. He and, and that is joy because you know it's God. Yeah. Because yep. it's like when you do something in obedience and you walk with him. And it's, you know, you didn't even know you could do it. Yeah. And then you know it was him. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know I was capable. I don't work in IT, guys. Never had an IT job in my life. But I do now. My mom actually had a, uh, she does a Bible study. I keep talking to my mama. I love, I love you, mom. Um, <laughs> my mom does a Bible study. Uh, and she actually had a whole segment on faith. Um and it kind of rang the same bell just in terms of anointing, you know, mm-hmm. obedience um, and moving in that in that degree. I just wanted to drop that in there a little dime. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. It was good. But it just, hey. It spoke to flip somebody. Flip the coin. Somebody, hey. Yeah. If it hits you, it hits you, you yeah, know. It's good. Back on track to the regularly scheduled <laughs> program. <laughs> <laughs> Here we, we are, are again. a dangerous spot. We are a dangerous group for a podcast because, I mean, the last time I saw you, we talked for hours about yeah. like everything. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I wish I'm attracted we to these kind of people. My mother <laughs> and my best friend. What they do you talk do? for real? And I love it. And what it's do awesome. you do? It is my favorite. No short, we, There's no shortage of words from anyone here. No, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, as you guys move in this industry and you're, you're actually just building your craft in such a beautiful way, but I see changes in your music mm-hmm. and I'm just getting familiar with your music, to be honest. 
I've seen changes in your music for Thank sure. You, yeah. For sure. Have you seen that change as you get to know who you are more? My music is all experience based. So if I'm going through it, I'm going to talk about it. I use the microphone kind of as a, a therapeutic instrument. Um, if I have issues, I go to the microphone. If I have a problem, if I'm, if I'm happy, I go to the microphone. So what I found that I was doing was I was trying to hold on to past self because it was cool and bring that into my current music. And it still sounds cool. It just doesn't fit with the message that I feel like I'm moving towards. So the baby going into foster care is yeah. having a hard time letting go of the old Letting go family. of the old stuff. Yeah. Man. And embracing yeah. the new family. That's so crazy. Because it's yeah. literally like the same story for me a little bit. Yeah. You know, like when I talk about, like, have a little bit more fun in my songs mm-hmm. and then get a little rowdier or like a little like sad boy music when I kind of go there. Like it is kind of reaching to these old pockets of like bad times yep. to, to fulfill like a, an idea for a song. But yep. does that make me feel good about the nope. song? No, it's bringing really. up trauma, Because man. really what I'm doing making music is making it for God. You know what yeah. I mean? It's an offering to God. Is that, do you feel like your mission is to glorify God with your music? I feel like my mission is to, you know, exemplify him in everything that I do. And if that's through the music, then absolutely. That's something that, that was a gift, you know. Um, that's something that he gave to me to do. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. What, in whatever manner that is, and I still don't necessarily know the content. All that I know is it has to feel real. Mm-hmm. I can't keep going back to, oh, this was me in 2020. This was me in 2019. I'm just going to bring him over here because it sounds cool. And it's accepted and it's what's in right now. That's not authentic to what I am currently and what I'm going through currently. And so if you're not putting that at the forefront of, you know, what you're trying to do, then that it, is it's not real. what my concern for you two is. Cause like there's definitely a more edginess of to both of your music that I I kind of like. Yeah. But it also it could be very difficult to not stay what's popular mm-hmm. <laughs> and stay true to who you are. Well, and it kind of goes down to like, God pours all on obedience. I mean, he'll make it go where he wants it to go, you know, and, and mm-hmm. trusting in him instead of my effort to make my hard music pop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, a, in a lifestyle that I don't even live. I mean, it's For all real. like so much cap, you know what I mean? I'd be capping in my raps sometimes. Like, you know I don't I mean? know what that means. No I'm lying. No I'm lying. lying. I lie in my music. <laughs> no rap cap. You, you live it. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through it. Now with this though, um, I feel like there's, I don't even feel like you be capping for real, man. Uh, I, I feel like I feel, well, nah, like Sometimes. I feel like I feel like it's a it's it's an old degree of self because you've been through stuff. Yeah, you've gone through things. Yeah. You've seen individuals go through things, and that's the a portion of music. Not every yeah. piece of music is just you know. It's true. I've lived it. Yeah. It's also perspective. Yeah. at the same time. Yeah, so that's true. I don't think that it's cap necessarily, but what it is is not currently authentic to who. Yeah, and I I deal mm-hmm. with the same thing. I'm yeah. I'm just sitting here talking to myself too, because mm-hmm. I be pulling up stuff, ungodly stuff, unholy things. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've I've lived a life, you know, I've lived a life of plenty of people, you know, I've experienced stuff both myself and through the eyes of other individuals um, that not everybody is privy to, that not everybody no. gets to experience, you know. So um, it's hard to let go of some of those things and just leave them over there because at the same time you still want the validation. You want people to be like, oh yeah, that dude, fire. You want that love. He hard, that boy, yeah, that boy, wow. You want that love from the world. 
But that's not that's not what you need. That's not no. what you need. Part though. of it too is like, I mean, when when you're learning how to do something, you have a toolbox of what you do. What you so, have. like yeah. as an artist, right? You're used to grabbing these rhyme schemes. You're used to yep. grabbing these words and these concepts in your music that mm-hmm. don't really apply. And then you have to find a new voice to where you're at now, right? Yep. And I think that's how you grow as an artist is like to be authentic to yourself to where you're at now. And and if you aren't growing as a person, your music will stay the same. You know. Or you might be growing. You might just be holding your music back. Exactly. That is, that's a perspective right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You holding your own music back. So when, when you were growth. saying earlier about like, like glorifying God with music, and I, I think there's two ways to do that, hmm. or, or I guess two ways that I want to approach music moving forward. And and I didn't mention on the last podcast because I was still entertaining this thought, but it's like, I want to make music that worships God and glorifies God. And I want to make music that honors God. Hmm. So I can still speak to a different audience, right? Mm -hmm. And talk about something, but still have the spirit run through it, right? Because it's still honoring him. But at the same time, I want to make music that for people like me to enjoy as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Sharing your art. Yeah. And I think there's so much pressure on like when as an artist, so much like identity pressure of being an artist and this is who I am and I gotta it's about me and it's not about you it's not about you and and you take every song so seriously to be like fit this mold of something that you want to do and it's it's not that it just 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 make songs make music and just move forward yeah what if you just change what if you just change somebody's life in a positive way what if it's just one person exactly yeah Yeah. that's what that's what it's for though yeah that's what the art's for it's all about perspective and perception man You, you don't do it for you you know um end of the day you have to you gotta you gotta stay with who brought you to the dance man who gave you the gift mm-hmm. i like that that's nice who gave you the gift stay with who brought you to the dance do you find that you fight that at all still like today oh yeah i mean i, <laughs> I have to i have to let's I talk have, about the new ep that just came out oh that one? Oh, that was straight from the chest right on oh that was straight from the chest yeah. that that i i put you know god was where and see the crazy thing about that ep too i did not want to drop those songs because they were so personal they were oh. so vulnerable. I didn't want to. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. I don't want to let real. that out on the track. Like I don't. I don't. I'm, people gonna look at that and what? If, what if they? You know, what if they think less of me for that? I'm over here crying. Like I don't want. I don't want people to look at me like that. God literally put that whole thing together in a month's time. The beats were purchased at a discounted rate. Brought me to Tyler and was like, "Hey, we're doing this, man." And it just happened. It all unfolded the way it was supposed to. So I'm a big believer in it's going to do exactly what it's supposed to do. Just Mm -hmm. put it in God's hands. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how I'm approaching my music nowadays. It's, it's as long as it is real and it's authentic to what I'm going through, I'm just giving it to God. But you also have to have that ear. You got to listen for it. Mm -hmm. You got to listen to him. And just like we were talking about that obedience portion, you got to be ready to move when he says go. Even if it is kind of like, you want me to do what? Cry on the track. But God, I was just talking about pow pow in the club and you know what I'm saying? I throw that in the circle. I was talking about that. Now I'm over here talking about some you hurt my soul. But it's all right, I'm growing from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's a stark turn. Um people love vulnerability and authenticity. Yeah. Those are tracks they that last, love to be it. honest. That that project, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's pretty cool, bro. It's, it's pretty flipping cool. It's pretty man. cool, man. It, it's yeah. pretty cool. And I like it, it a lot. It, it's been doing some stuff. It's beautiful. It's been doing some stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Check it out. We, we'll put the links. From dusk till dawn. Javi, we'll put a link in there. Hobby with two eyes. We'll put the link up. We got the live performance on the YouTube. Exactly. And then and then we got we got we got 
the fall of the fall. Can I? Can I yeah, yeah. We got the fall of pride coming out soon. The fall we, of pride. We've been over here just brainstorming. Um, God has been right in the middle of that too, just kind of opening mm-hmm. eyes up to vision. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a gift in and of itself. Vision. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a common thing. Like I thought everybody could see where they were trying to go in mm-hmm. life, and and you know, this is where I want to be. That's that's not. You know? I think it's available to everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But some people prefer to walk around like this. Yeah. The scales, right? The scales. The scales in your eyes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, we we were on the phone the other day. Yeah. We were just giddy because we were like piecing together vision and we were both like, God was giving us vision over what's happening next. So I kind of love where this is going because that is our identity. All right. Our identity is found in him. Whose we are and who we are is our identity. And part of that is those talents, those God-given abilities, that unique DNA that makes you guys different. Mm -hmm. And part of our job as parents is to train you up in the way you should go. Now, that doesn't just mean with God. That means this is what I have learned from one of my pastors. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I didn't want to take credit for that. Um, (laughs) This is a... Just our, you know what I mean? Training you guys up to follow God. It yeah. also means when God dumps on us who you are, we are to train you on towards your natural talents, uh, gifts, and bent. Yeah, that's that's cool. what that scripture yeah. fully means. Interesting. That's yeah. cool. And so I sometimes see words over people and I saw music over him uh-huh. and I knew it. And we, we kind of went all in because I'm like, okay, that's from God because- yeah. I didn't come up with that. And what kind of parent wants their kid to drop out of college to pursue music? How blessed am I to have a mom, parents (laughs) that understand that? Because like, you know, I was going to Boise State for a semester learning marketing and business and I didn't really know and I was learning how to make beats then. And they're like, do you want to go to school for this? And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you for- We just saw it on you. Yeah. Thank you for, you know- and I don't know how we saw it because I'm telling you, it was just like one noise at a time in the back room. Really? <laughs> one snare. <laughs> when dun, 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 I'm getting dun. there. But it was really Hold cool. on. <laughs> and we were like, maybe he should do this. And my husband's yeah. going, are you sure? He are you said, sure? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, you don't hear that? It's so That's our job as parents is to see our children's identity. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And to move them. Yes. Towards God in that. Yes. That was awesome. Well, that was you have awesome. a little one, right? I do indeed have a, have a small little mini me. I don't want to call him a little mini me because I don't know what he's going to turn into. But um, yeah, Amen. absolutely. Amen. Because that's where we mess up as parents. Yeah. Is we have things we want nah. for them. I'm like, man, you could be water polo, badminton, whatever you want to do, <laughs> my guy. Like, just just do it. Do it. Try stuff. As long as you stand safe, uh, morally, ethically, and um, physically, just stay safe. You know, understand where you came from and understand that you do have a purpose on this earth. Um, and we all serve the same God. So just know who you are. Get get brought up young to a warrior in Christ, man. You got to you gotta know where you come from. Um, but that's just my clan. That's that's how we how we operate. But with him in particular, oh, yeah. I'm like, go go try stuff. Be free. Cool. Put your toe in the water. I'm see, see, see who God wants you to be. You gotta try stuff. That's how, you gotta and I think even you. at my age, like, there's no way we wanted to do this podcast. To be honestly, we it started from. You know I want to do the podcast. We didn't at the beginning. It it was a kind of an accident. What? Well, we started this you're blog. So good at it. Oh, you're so sweet. But it's the truth, though. So kind. 
Don't stop. It's the truth. Keep hey, it up. You know. <laughs> Just joking. You know. So yeah. <laughs> we started this content blog and because we had, I had built some over the years and we've made some money on them and we really put a lot of time and effort into it. You especially, he wrote a ton of content and Google so kept snagging <laughs> us, telling us it was AI. And I'm like, I just poured my life out on this. This is not AI. <laughs> <laughs> you're not real. Yeah, you're not, you're real. not real. Like what? And I'm like, okay, so this isn't going well. Hey, you're not real. <laughs> yeah. What do, you, what do you mean? Hold on. Exactly. What? Not and real things tell me I'm not, I'm real. not real. Like for real. That's, what is real? What is going on? Well, the whole point was, is we wanted to connect with people and teach them what we've learned right. in life and bring other people, even as guest writers who might know more than us on a subject that we wanted to learn more about. Of course, that makes more sense for a podcast format, right? Now looking back on it, but we thought, I, we just kind of got freaked out because we had a huge, we had like a year into it. Yeah, dude. And we were getting in trouble um, with Google and I'm like, Tyler, what are we gonna do? And we both kind of go, maybe we should try a podcast so we can connect with people. Yeah, because mm. that's that's the name of the game right now, that's, I feel like. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm really happy we did chase the blog content because the content we were writing kind of prepared us for this, you know? It did. But it also, it's like, we're putting one foot in front of the other where God wants us. Did I ever in my wildest dreams think I would be speaking on a podcast when I don't even speak clearly? No. But you know what I do? I bring on awesome guests. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you speak very clearly. As a matter of fact, you're a fantastic I'm, host. Oh, thank you so much. I am working on it because I can see, you know, as we started editing, it's really not a natural gift for me, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I think that's the name of it though. Like yeah. you, you got to try stuff. You got to experiment exactly. with things, you know? That's, exactly. And as long as you're having fun doing it and yeah. it's enjoyable to you, that's going to shine through more than somebody that has the gift. And it's just like, I'm good at this and I know I'm good at it. Like, like, you know how many times I yeah. think of Moses who didn't want to lead the people because for he real. couldn't speak? <laughs> said, I think of that uh, every podcast no. we do, I think, okay, Moses did this. He got up and spoke, mm -hmm. even That's though so he didn't think he could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so for me, like doing concerts and like shows, like speaking to an audience is not my natural gifting. I get nervous or speaking like this is not my natural thing too. <laughs> but it's funny that you brought up the Moses thing because it is kind of inspiring that he could... You know, because God can do, he can do whatever, you know, and, God and is good. hopefully we have a forgiving viewership. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And, like, good. and it's just having fun with us. And hopefully we bring something to you. And that's the whole point of the podcast is, you know, there's a lot of people out there alone and isolated in the world. And hopefully that maybe we can connect with them so they don't feel so alone Facts. or maybe they can learn from us or maybe Facts. they can teach us something in the comments. Um, maybe Triple not last facts. night's comments. I'm gonna say yeah. they were pretty harsh. Stop being mean to these people, man. Yeah, <laughs> listen I here. Mean, All right, those ones are a lot easier to take than the ones that pick on your physical appearance. Because say something. Say something. I dare you. Say something. I dare you. I just shouldn't even have said that. Cut that out because now that I've just like egged them on to do it. <laughs> say something. <laughs> you I know dare what? You. The more you say something about my lips or my nose. The more I'm going to embrace them. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah. That just means you're doing something right. Yeah. The more I'm going to have to learn to accept it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the more I'm going to have to accept who I am. I love me. Speaking of identity. Because God loves me. There yeah. it is. All right. Yep. Ain't nothing you can say that's going to shade me or shake me. It was kind of interesting because I saw this girl on my social media feed yesterday and um, she was getting beat up. She's pretty popular um, and I'm friends with her on a, a different platform. And she's a beautiful woman. 
and um, that there's a bunch of men picking on her because of her nose. And so she goes, I'm just going to put it out there. Just say, it's a free for all. Say what you want to about my nose and let's just get over it so we can move back on to the issues. Dude, that's crazy. And that's like, it, it was so bunch interesting. Bunch keyboard gangsters thinking their opinion matters. Yes. Uh, your nose is... You really do you don't have anything better to do with your time. Listen, I don't do for real, like, man. Or man. listen, how about you actually listen and get something from it? Yeah. You know? Why don't you try and learn a little bit? Exactly. The beauty of it is, is by the end, I think she saw who she really was because everyone showed up and said, you're beautiful. You're perfectly and wonderfully made. You are exactly who you're supposed to be. And it actually inspired me to be like, okay, so I'm a little bit older doing a podcast, right? Everyone's kind of young and I'm 51, right? But these are the things that go through your head. Yeah. But these are the things that go through your head. And I'm like, she should be doing what she's doing and I'm doing what I'm doing. You should be doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting world we live in where so much is about how beautiful you are. Oh, yeah. Or the youth. They're always going to try and put you in a box. Always. Everybody's going to keep trying to put you in a box. That's why they hate us. Because you can't do it. You can't do it. can't do it. Like the young women where this is just so important. Dude. Like I'm 51. I kind of know where, I mean, I'm pretty realistic about where I'm at in the whole scheme of my years. And I, it's not important to me as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to look as nice as I can. Right. But I am me. Natural. Yeah. I am me. You. Yes. This is who God created for a reason. The whole of it, not just my nose, not just my lips, not just my thinning hair. (laughs) It's, it's, but it's who I am. And if that's what you're seeing, you missed me. Ooh. Ooh. Just dropped a bar for (laughs) real. No, for real. And you know what's funny? All these things that people are super self-conscious about, like nobody actually sees or cares. You know what I mean? Nobody, they're, they're just looking at this person do this one thing and we take it all personal because it's our head playing tricks on us. Because I believe the enemy is tripping in someone's head saying, hey, pick on her, pick on her, pick on that girl. So you missed the message. Pick on that girl. So you missed the message. Yes. You completely oversight, uh, overstep it and it's just like, oh yeah, you but your nose, all but your hair, yes. all but your eyes, all but this, all but that. Yeah. But you could have actually gained something. That may have been, you know, perfectly designed. The message may have been just for you. Mm-hmm. He don't want you to know. No. He don't want you to hear it. They you want said something. You said something though in terms of um, if all that you can see is my physical appearance, you missed it. You missed the you missed the point. You missed the whole point. Like that can be taken in so many different facets, art, life, people. Like that's that is so true. If you if all you can see is this, you're looking in the wrong place, brother and sister. I've been homeless. Like, I mean, if you're going through stuff, you know, you don't know what people have gone through in their lives. You also don't know what's in a person. The only person that knows that is God and not not a person, but only individual that knows that is God and you, you know. So it's, people go through stuff, man. Like, it's it's not easy out here. It's not designed to be easy. So. And what you just said was fire because the only person that does know you is God. Facts. The only person that knows every single part about you is God. Your thoughts, your dreams, your passions, Facts. your worst your sins. Your purpose. I can't even trust the myself. Only, yeah, the only person that knows that is God. So why would we take an opinion of one stranger who's seen us in a sliver in a moment of time? And why would we even give that anything but a passing thought that we take captive and hold it against the thoughts and obedience of Jesus Christ? And if it is there, we keep it. And if it's not, we let it go. Let it go. Yeah. A lot of nine times out of 10, it's not going to be. Sorry, I got a little excited. No, you're good. No, nine times (laughs) out of 10, it's not even going to be. It's not even realistic because they don't know you. 
Yeah. No. You don't know me. How could you they? don't know me? This, this is this weird internet phenomenon where yes. there's trolls, right? I mean, you're really the people spend their time trolling and making fun of other people as a pastime. Yep. I mean, it's it's, oh, for sure. it's really sad because ultimately, sad too. I mean, you got time. A, you got time to do that, and yes. B, you're just like. Out of your own volition, being negative and trying to harm somebody else's it's a life. nasty person. Do you think it's somebody nasty. who maybe doesn't know their identity? Exactly. So Absolutely. So they're picking on somebody else's exactly. identity. Absolutely. Exactly. I don't like you because you know who you are. But yeah. also, maybe they think this is an identity, so they're going to tear it down because they don't understand what identity truly is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the second you give into it, they think they want. I got you. I you know. just fueled them. I you know. just fueled them. I got you. You respond to my comment. Ha ha. <laughs> but when they see you react. They know they hurt you, and there's a little glee in there. Don't yes. react. No, I don't Just respond laugh. anymore. I, I don't respond anymore, Just but laugh. I used to respond. And I would be like, there was a giddiness almost in the next comment because they're like so happy they got you. Got you. I know, it's weird. <laughs> got you. you. You can see that on, in, in your... Um, Average day to day too. People, it's weird. It's so strange because it's not just like the internet's the internet trolls that you're talking about. You see that in people, like people that you run into. It was only on the keyboard warriors. People face to face were at least polite enough to be fake in the old days. Not anymore. If they feel like they can get you, oh, I made you respond with that. Mm. (laughs) All right, cool. Watch me do this. Then you know why they're doing that? They're trying to fit in with their little buddies. Step on you to feel better about themselves. So, I mean, really, truly, we should be praying about people who are in this because yeah. because they don't know mm. who they are. So that's why mm. they're picking on. I mean, yep. this is just like the enemy picking on Jesus' identity, trying to get what he wants. This is the enemy whispering in somebody's ear, trying to tell them they're not good enough. But if you tear this person down, I mean, that's going to raise you up somehow. Yep. It, and it's just a lie. It they're won't. living in a lie. It won't. It's going to make you feel worse. And I've done it. I'm not going to say I'm not above that because I've done it too because I I fought with people politically um, online and I got a little angry in the past. I don't do that anymore, but I I would get angry, like seriously angry, like how... I can't even say why because then we can't put it up. (laughs) I mean, I I just did the same thing. Oh, for sure. Just a little more recently, every once in a while, an atheist will just capture my attention and and not that I'm trying to like, I'm just, you know, honestly, I'm trying to have an open conversation, but they're not, No, they're just trying to, they're, they're trying to suck virtue off you sometimes, not all of them, right? Like not generalizing atheists, but like they're trying to suck virtue out of you. They're trying to feel better about themselves by explaining to you why Christianity is not real. You're wrong. (laughs) It's fascinating to me because it, they wouldn't do it to any other religion, no. which mm, also makes me stand That's firm crazy. that Christianity must be the right one. Most persecuted. It is the <laughs> most Because nobody's fighting Buddhist. Nobody's saying the Buddhist name in vain. They're saying our Lord and Savior's name in vain. Yep. They're trying to diminish his strength and power. Yep. So it just, it just, <laughs> yeah, nobody says his name in vain, right? <laughs> no. Muhammad. No. 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 For real. Yeah. No. For real. And there's some. They leave them alone. Or yeah. Allah. Like nobody says that. Just I mean, Christianity. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Got to poke holes in the one that's actually real. You know? And God, God said it would happen. So if you know your identity in Christ, if you know who you are, that you're in him, he is in you. Yeah. If you know those things, 
and you remember them in those times. Cause sometimes we forget, right? Cause we're humans mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm not offended because I am not offended. Was Jesus ever offended? No. Not one time. No. We not reflect once. him. We're not offended <laughs> no. by people who hurt us. Pharisees were offended. <laughs> yeah. They were indeed. And he knew they yeah. didn't know. He's like, yeah. you know, they know not what they do yep. after they Ooh, just- forgive them humiliated him for real they they know not what they do to to even us humans on earth so we cannot take them seriously we just can't can't take trust that's a word right there it is i just love hearing that i fed my soul (laughs) i I like that no because it's it's real it's real they know not what they do they They don't don't. they don't you don't know me and it's okay i honestly think if somebody knew how much they hurt that girl and they might now because it came out like you couldn't help but see it yeah if they knew, would they still have done it? I don't think so. I don't think the world's that hateful. I don't think the world's that hateful. I honestly hard to say. So I, I'm about to say it's, it's tough. It's tough to know. You know. Yeah. We have our perspective. Yeah. yeah. Right. We have our perspective and the people we surround ourselves and this is community and where we're at. Mm-hmm. But different parts of the world. Well, here's what here's what happened. Hateful. I have to tell you another post that went on social media that I saw the other day. It was if money were not an object and you could just do anything you wanted to do and funds were, you know, unlimited, what would it be? It was amazing to me what everyone put on there. Mm. Not one thing was for themselves. Really? Every single person had this big dream of how they could help somebody else or this farm of how they could feed other people. They had all of these, not one person had this selfish, self-motivated dream. That's so sick. And it was, it was hundreds yeah. But, plan, but playing oddball here, do you think that some of them may have said those things in order to be accepted and fit in to a degree? Oh, true. I mean, it was Twitter. I don't think they have virtue. to. You can say pretty true, hateful things. True, true, but very in, true. And some of them were elaborate plans. Yeah. Like they were thought out. I'm not, I'm not saying that yeah, that's- Yeah, it could that, be. It but, could but be. I'm, I'm but just yeah. sucking virtue from the question, right? It could be. You know? It could be. But at the same time, because I, I do know, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that are just like, yeah, I would do this. If I had the money and then when they get the money, can't even help their own mom out. Like, it's the truth. That is fair. I mean, that's the reality is the love of money can change how we do things. How we do things. If we can respect money, that's a completely different story. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think the love of money keeps us from sharing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Be like, I'm not, I, this is my $20. But you know, the, the, quick, <laughs> the quickest the quickest way to actually, you know, recoup money is to give. I mean, if you just give yeah. and give and give. Yes. And give. Give. And give some more. God always provides. God will provide oh your goodness, daily bread. Oh my you can't outgive God. No. You just can't. Nope. Nope. Don't no. even try. And it's such a blessing. Like yeah, it, try. it feels like yeah, there's, there's a joy in giving, right? Yeah, try. Try. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> Oh, so back to you guys being artists. So when you collaborate with people, do you make sure you're equally yoked? That's why I just take all hobby now. For like real, only friends. I don't work with nobody else. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, Are you guys just doing most of your, most of your collaborations together? Yeah, that, that's. I mean, yeah, that's all we oh, do. Wow. There's nobody else. Yeah, we're just best At friends, all. man. For real. There's there's nobody else. This is your new son, by the way. I know. Hi. Hi, Javi. Hello. I adore Trevor, this is your new brother, by the way. <laughs> Hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> How you doing? You've been adopted into several families. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's great. That's awesome. It's great. I was I was without one for a minute. In my life, um, I've I've 
created a lot of trauma. You know, um, I'm not perfect by any means. I've gone through stuff, put my parents through stuff, put my siblings through stuff, um, put a lot of people close to me through stuff that say that they care about me, love me. Um, Did you, you didn't have a hold on who you were back then? I was- During your trauma time? Well, you see, the thing was, I thought that I knew who I was and I was so rigid to like, I'm this who I am. Mm. Y'all can either get with it or get lost for real. Is it who God created you to be? No. Is it who created you to be that person? Oh, you know, um, the world, mm-hmm. Satan. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to destroy and kill you. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't God by any means. I was falling into, uh, you know, there's power and anger. And, and when someone gets upset, at least with my experience, when I'd get mad, when I'd be going through some stuff, when I'd, I'd feel like, oh yeah, I'm untouchable. Can't mm-hmm. stop me. What you talking mm-hmm. about? I don't care. I don't care. I'm willing to take it all the way there. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've had to do. Like, so it's just, you fall into that. It's intoxicating to a degree. Um, Our feelings? mm -hmm. Our feelings are very intoxicating, but are they facts? No, (laughs) they're feelings. They're fleeting. Let them go. (laughs) Definitely not identity. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. And I think people do, I think people confuse their feelings with identity often. Mm -hmm. Like I can feel very righteous in my anger. This just happened this week with my husband. I was really upset with him about something really upset, so upset, it was must be true. Ooh, we. <laughs> because I'm mad, mad it yep. must be true. He must really have thought that. He must have thought this made up thought I thought he had. <laughs> I know this is crazy. I'm a woman, Whoa. I'm a woman. <laughs> and so, but the next day I realized, okay, that's not even real. You just yeah. made that up. Now you have to go apologize. But in that moment, it felt like righteous anger. I'm gonna say, I was, I was yeah. right, you're wrong. You're talking yeah. about- yeah. So, wrong. so the feeling doesn't necessarily produce a truth. Mm-hmm. And I think we can't let our feelings guide us. We can let them be indicators of something's wrong. So I was angry. And what I realized later as I was jealous. Ooh, there's a causation. Mm-hmm. Always is. I was jealous of the attention he was giving somebody ah. that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Hey. And... I had to apologize because I had him convinced he was wrong in the situation. At least you did though. <laughs> yes. Right? But it's still embarrassing because you're like, oh. But at least you did. <laughs> you know, you 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 disciplined that flesh and went over there and said, I was wrong. I might have taken that out of proportion a little bit. Yeah. Um that, that takes so a lot. Grac- he's so gracious. Like he yeah. is beautiful about it. But it, it is an interesting thing on how we can let our feelings guide us mm-hmm. into error. It's so weird how like the world has created this ideology of your emotion is your identity, how you yes. feel is your identity. And it's it has not. created a lot of weird byproducts. It really has. Really yes. weird. And, Strange. And victimhood, really. So, and oh. I hate to take this back to feminism, yes. but a lot of it is based on these feelings. These feelings we have, the feelings we want for power, the feelings we want to be right, the feelings we want that it should be this way. And it it created a culture over the years that I really had to rethink because I was one of those women. Yeah. And okay, what there's some truth in it, right? Women should get paid the same amount of men if they're doing the same job. Yep. Right? Facts. They should. Um, That should have always been. But that wasn't really the guiding force of the movement. Nope. 
but that was the candy that lured us in. Yeah. And then the other stuff started to sound good. Well, you should have more power. Well, yep. men shouldn't have any power. Yeah, men Well, that be- sounds kind of good too, because they've been kind of brats for a while. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a lie. We don't push other people down to lift ourselves up. Ooh, we. That's narcissism. Yes, ma'am. It is. I'm about to say, men don't need to do this. I'm about to say, man, you don't need a man. You can do it yourself. I mean, and I don't I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> Before I even get, you know, <laughs> before I even no, I, get going. It just comes down to respect and love. But for real, it's like, look, like, I know I can speak, I can speak for myself. Again, I love women. I was raised by women. You know, I was brought up by women. It's just in this generation, it's like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you want me to feel like less than what I am. I'm a king at the end of the day. I know what I am. I know what I'm going to be. I know the, the, the kingship that I'm in. I know the king that I'm raising. I know what I am. And I'm not going to accept less than what I am. And nobody on this planet is going to be able to tell me you're not this, you're not that. But we're in a generation and we're in a time where women are like, no, you're really not all that. Well, we are supposed to be all that. We raised that and created that. And I apologize. So I'm trying to undo that. It's okay. Where I can and speak truth through this medium, because I truly feel like it is a big problem. It is. I don't want my kids being treated less than. Not all like girls like this no, that are doing no, that, right? No, There's a lot of amazing women that really understand woman. this dynamic. You have a complete but there is a really big loud voice on social media and media in general about how men are bad and can't do anything right and how you don't need them. I'm I'm good. I'm one of the good ones. You you, For real. you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bad. You're good. I've been through some bad stuff. We all have. But like, you know what I'm saying? We've yeah. all been bad. Don't judge don't judge me with the with everybody else. Like y'all no. don't just group and generalize, man. That's not no. come on. Man. Not one of us. Or, or women either. I know that I know that it's not all women that are that are like this and doing these things. No. And I, I want to make that clear too. I'm not yes. just over here. This ain't no women bashing session. Again, I love women. Me too. Um but <laughs> it's just it's just what y'all getting fed. You know, the, the culture. dark pillars, stop feeding them this stuff. Yes. Please. In the name of Jesus. You're ruining it for, for a lot of people. Happiness. For real. True joy. Yeah. I think when I quit trying to be the powerful one, the one who made more money, the one, like there was something I had to prove to my husband, like I am worthy the boss and babe. I'm going to show you mm. and I'm going to show you, I run this house. No. And no, but when I, <laughs> when I stopped and all I ever wanted was for him to love me. And we had this contentious relationship our entire our entire marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, for the grace of God that we stayed together, but I did pray for our marriage to get better. I just didn't realize it was me that was going to have to get better. I thought it was him. Hey, <laughs> you dropping some balls. I'm not even going to lie to you. But it was me having to change like to truth. So there are some truths in every ideology. Yep. The problem is, is they get taken too far. Mm. And when I let my man be a man, and he, he he was always willing to let me be me. I just didn't know it. Yeah. That's where the love came in and it was beautiful and we became a team. Because there was an oppressive ideology Amen. that yes. you were inflicting it, upon yourself that you thought he was inflicting upon you. That's, that's the thing is you think feminism is power, like the whole ideology, I get there's some good ideas in it, yeah. right? There. But the whole ideology, if you look at where it started and what, what their true belief systems are and what you can also see it coming out in culture, is oppressive. Yep. Yep. It is oppressing your joy. Yep. It's oppressing love. Yep. It's creating hate and discontent Ooh. and mental health issues. Dude. <laughs> for real. 
For real, shorty. And physical health issues. <laughs> Be losing yes, it and sometimes. Physical health issues for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, you know, when when they don't have God and you don't have anyone to rely on for comfort, who do we go to? We go to drugs, alcohol, food. The world. Lust for real. Yeah. Stop Dang. doing that. Stop doing right. that. Ruin your life. I'm about to say, you know, <laughs> not never mind. I, I, I'm not about to open that can of worms. I want to, but I'm not. It's for another day. You can. <laughs> Just joking. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so who are you guys today? Who are you? Tell me who you are. I'm a king. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I exude greatness. Um. I'm a king because I came from the king of kings. So that that just was written on my forehead from birth. He's a king too. Amen. You're a queen. Amen. You can't you came from the one. So that's 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 what that is, you know? Now you got a lot of people out here that don't understand that, that don't see that in themselves. I would challenge you to wipe the scales off your eyes, mm-hmm. open them things up because don't settle. You deserve more in all facets, you know. Don't ever settle. You deserve more. And don't ever let anybody tell you that you're less than, because you're not. Amen. But that's who I am. I'm a king. He's a king. Who are you? Wear your crown. I'm a, uh, obviously a child of Christ. Yes, sir. I am a seeker of righteousness. Yes, sir. I am not a pursuer of happiness. Ooh. Oh. Dropping them bars. Oh. Yes, sir. I am a... I am one that glorifies and brings glory to God. Ooh, we. It shows off how great he is. Love that. I am a lover of God. Uh. I am God's son. Amen. How did you find that out? Ooh, seeking it. Mm-hmm. Seeking it. Actually, okay. Like you were saying, wiping the scales off your eyes. Yes, sir. I feel like a lot of people have this shaky foundation, a surface level hatred or apathy or non-interest into Christianity. And because they see it as a religion, they see the rules and they don't understand how the Bible works. Mm. What or really, they say people who aren't even exuding what we're supposed to, which yeah. is love. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they're allowing they other that. people to misrepresent it. And I think that th- they're not seeking the truth for themselves. And if you are willing to, to let Jesus just, if he's real, in your opinion, if he's real, come into your life just to see if he is real, you might be surprised. You might be surprised that he actually is because that is what changed all of our lives in this room. Facts. Amen. And how, how did that process look to you? What, it, what exactly did you do? Well, I stopped being a victim and placing my identity in victimhood. Mm-hmm. And I started pursuing knowledge, right? And it, it, it's, it's closer to God. And how did you do that? Books. Reading, uh-huh. reading, word. You're in his word. Reading his, yeah. You to know, find out who he was. Reading his word, yeah. And his word pops up in different sources. Facts. That's interesting. And yeah, and, and I decided to seek truth for myself because something needed to change. Something needed to change. Do you spend some time in prayer? Yeah, yeah. I think that came later. Um, I mean, I like most people, I think, uh, approach things with intellectuality, right? Mm. And I don't know. I think I probably started with prayer before I started with really? the Bible. Yeah, uh, I would pray, but it was very like, help me. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm good. Okay, so not- but All it, messed up. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Save me. I mean, I I'm think crying. that's where we all start. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that where everyone's- I yeah. mean, a lot yeah. of people probably start yeah. there. Like if you don't know God, yeah. 
I think the thing that people will do, even atheists who don't believe, caught in a situation, okay, God, if you're real. Help me out. <laughs> yeah. Could you I'll help? reach that hand. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think and yeah. I think that's, he doesn't mind that you start there, but he expects you to grow. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, and, and, and actually pursue truth. Like, understand maybe the credibility of something that you are, you know, shaming without knowing real knowledge about, you know, and, and giving something a shot. Because- you might say you're the really open-minded person, but are you open-minded about mm-hmm. faith? You got to be real with yourself. Are you open-minded about the real mm-hmm. resurrection of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think it's been a journey for me the last 10 years to find out who I really am because I I did grow up in, in a somewhat dysfunctional family and so did my parents. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't their fault that they couldn't bring something to the table that I yeah. needed because they didn't have it either. Yep. Mm. Um, thank you God that my mom and I are on this journey together because not everybody gets that. No, not everyone gets that kind of healing. But in the last 10 years, I've really been seeking truth. You know, when you have a kid that maybe wasn't doing so well or your marriage isn't great, (laughs) like there's indicators that life's not going right for you and you're unhappy and depressed. And it made me seek him because mm-hmm. I, I, at some point I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what to do. Cause I always believed mm-hmm. I just didn't have a relationship with him. I had more of religion and wow. this forced relationship because I didn't have anyone to go to. My friends were sick of hearing about my problems. They're like, yeah, right. They just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Let's have fun. I'm here to like do things. Right. I'm not here to be your counselor. Yep. And besides, I keep telling you the same thing over and over and you don't listen. So, <laughs> no, yeah. Spot on. So, so I had to tell God and he got to listen and he shared truth through prayer, through time with him. And then I opened up the books, you yeah. know, I opened up the Bible more and went back to, that part of the relationship. Yeah. And then I went into some wild obedience for a while, mm-hmm. which I, I need to be back there again. I'm honestly not quite there, that's where you're at. but no, it's where, where it flowed. Yeah. That's, that's where miracle, 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 life, uh, the direction. And I think what I thought before was if I walk in obedience, my life's not going to be fun. And what he did was he filled it with more than fun right? <laughs> the fleeting fun that I was chasing through uh, alcohol or humans that could only feed me for five minutes anyway, mm-hmm. that fun that only lasts for five minutes that you yeah. continue to chase that high that you can't get. Yep. But Jesus never lets you down. There is he real just never lets you down. At when, or what is it? Um, people say like a lot of like new Christians say like, my life is so much easier. It's like, it's not supposed to be easier. It's supposed to be better. It's supposed to be more fulfilling. It is right? better. It is. Because yeah. I feel like. Maybe they just don't have the words for it. Yeah. Right? It's like. Cause there is a hard word for it. Cause I'm like, it's not like this. The things that I thought were fun, weren't fun. No. Nope. Like, you know, my heart has changed. He's transformed my heart. He's made me a better mom, a better, I hope a better mom. Don't yeah, you think? 100%, okay. Yeah. A better wife, a better friend, a better business person. And He's showing me through my obedience and putting my toe in the water. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about your, your little guy, little like guy. who I am mm-hmm. in him. Like, Ooh. who did you create me to be? I get to see it in the daily interactions. I get to see it when I put my toe in the water and try something hard mm-hmm. and Richer. go, yes, 
And deeper. it is richer and deeper. More meaning. And I get yeah. to see who, when I reflect him, and I see when I don't. Ooh, wee. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> and that is not you. That person you yeah. just were was not you. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to see that. And you, cool. yeah. you get to course correct faster than most people because not yes. everybody has the helper telling them in their head when they're Everyone has up. him available. Yeah, he's there. But we yeah. don't, sometimes, even still, sometimes when I want to do something, I don't know if he wants me to do. And I, this is what, when I don't know if he's going to say yes, I won't pray about it, which means he's probably not going to say yes, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not going to pray about it because I'm just going to do it. But we get to learn that too. And guess what? He still loves me. I'm still a child of God. I'm still loved by the King. Mm. I'm still the princess of the most high. I'm still adored, cherished, loved. I'm still never forsaken. I am still that woman, even when I mess up. Even when you mess up. That's a fact. Ooh, we're dropping bars today. Yeah. Bars. He's so good. Dropping bars today. And and, and, yeah, the relationship part. Cause like, you know, I approached it with being intellectual and kind of understanding like the word a little bit more and how it works You're and smarter than the legalism and, and, and the legal system and, and, um, what it means. But when, when the Holy spirit really does touch your life, it's not a joke. It's not a, Oh, I'm just kind of like guessing it's the Holy spirit. And I'm just going to label that because I'm a Christian and you should do it too. No, it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> it's experience. It's real. Yeah. It is real. So my dad didn't believe in God and he would ask me how I knew he was real. Like, oh, cause I've experienced him, but yep. you, it's hard to put into words because he's changed my heart. And, and I tried to change my heart. I tried the world's way. Can't do it. I couldn't change it. I read lots of books. Can't do it. I changed lots of books, but my heart didn't actually change until I let him in it, Ooh, until yeah. I let him guide it. Yes. And God's a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on you. No. Bring me in. Ooh, yeah. that was a word there for maybe me to be more reflecting of him in that way. <laughs> going to kick the door down on you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the enemy. Going to slide through the window. Talk about something. Yeah. yeah. That sounds here. like the accuser and abuser. Yeah. We were made <laughs> to be his lover. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'd just say. Yeah. Oh, any last words about identity? Oh yeah, um, be yourself, be authentically you. And if you don't know who you are, seek it in Christ. Um, he has a divine purpose and plan for each one of you and he'll tell you who you need to be. Just follow the course and stay the path. Yes, and pay attention to those natural gifts, talents and abilities that he's given you because those are sometimes the path. When we create an, a whole identity around the identifier, like let's say you're an amazing businessman or a super mom. Mm-hmm. A really good what artist. Happens, what happens? Oh yeah. What if you're yeah. a brilliant artist and you lose it? Then that's where depression, anxiety, and those things sound on because you built your life on that cornerstone and not the cornerstone. Ooh, oh, man. Because I Crazy. am not wow. a podcaster. I am a woman of God who just happens to be doing a podcast. Yep. And gifted to do yes. a podcast. Yeah. I am not a writer. I am a child of God who he lets write. Oh, Lord have <laughs> mercy. Yeah. Like Dude. I write Talking. for him. Yeah. Like, I think we need to rethink and reframe how we look at ourselves because when that identity was wrapped up in our businesses and we lost everything, like it was like it was a catastrophic mess. Mm. But what if the cornerstone would have been on God? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a businessman, you know, or a woman who was affected by the economy. Where 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 are we going next, God? What's next? As an audio engineer, if I lose my ears, 
We know? talked about this. Mm-hmm. That's a big fear of mine. We talked about this. Don't let like, it be. But it, I mean, it can't be. <laughs> what because if that's my identity, yes. if that's something I'm putting my comfort in, I'm worshiping and idolizing it. Well, dad and I were talking about Whitney Houston the other day because mm-hmm. she's my thing. Yep. Um, I talk about her a lot because I loved her. When awesome. she would sing, I could feel it through my body. Yeah. All the way through my soul. Yep. Okay. And the trajectory of her life was incredibly sad for me as a fan, but even more so, I'm sure, for her family, obviously. <laughs> but I was watching her documentary. I've watched all of them. And she wanted to sing gospel. Mm-hmm. That's what she wanted to sing. Yep. And that's where I loved her, right? And I loved her other music. I didn't feel it all the way to my toes. I didn't. But she wanted to sing that. And her family and her manager and everyone pushed her mm-hmm. towards the world. The world, and she she kind of went in it, kicking yeah. and screaming, and then you can just see this rise and this fall oh, of no. who she was because she wasn't being who she was created to be. Yeah, Ooh. and she started to lose her voice. She started to lose these things about her that made her uniquely her, as she became more and part of the world. And it was it was incredibly sad for me because I I really loved her, and I still do. God bless you. And I know she believes, I know she's in heaven and I'll get to meet her someday. <laughs> yes, ma'am. A question and a statement. Uh, who do you do it for? That's one. You got to remember who you do it for. And then two, mm-hmm. you got to stick with who brought you to the dance, regardless of what the world's going to say to you, yes. regardless of what your, your people, people that's in your corner, outside of your corner are going to say to you, stick with who brought you there. That's exactly right. That's your creator. It's your, it's your, it's your, it's your gift. And if you're not glorifying him with the gift that he gave you, athleticism, uh, a beautiful voice, those ears, Creativity. you know, the ability to write. If you're not glorifying him with what he gave you, you're glorifying somebody. Mm-hmm. And who is it? And I have to tell you, whenever I do glorify myself, it's kind of dirty and ugly. Yeah, I yeah. never feel good about it. When, no. I go, when I do something in God's name for God, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Even if it's just for me. Yeah. Even if it's just beautiful. for him and me. And you know what? That's fulfillment. That's that's yeah. that's, that's above making. Or that, that's way better than a million likes yes. on social media. Way better. I was about to yeah. say it. I was about to say there's and no amount of money that can amount to that. God pours oil on obedience. On obedience. He said, "I got, I got, I got the million over here. The wealth is right here for you. It's just who you're doing it for." Yeah. I, hey, I got. I got to be truthful with myself. Um, introspective as I am. Oh, yeah. Introspective as I am, you know, it's not going to be blessed until you're doing it for the right reasons. There was a long time there where I was doing it for the wrong stuff, um, had the wrong things at the forefront, and it was not working. It has just now begun to work. Doors are opening that I'm like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't know that was an option for real. So This is confusing to people because mm-hmm. you can kick doors down and force your way through and get through it, but it's miserable. Oh, and it is a door-kicking so session. Harder. It's Painful. a door-kicking Painful. Yes, door kicking session. And your your feet are broken. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> Sliding in on the wheelchair yeah. like, hey, what's happening, y'all? Yeah. I can't move. I'm using but my if shoulders God, now. If God's, <laughs> if God's not in it, and I'm not saying it's always easy. Like we have ups and downs with everything we're doing right now, but I know God's guiding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. And I, it's a boat. Yep. It's not a mountain. It's anointed by him. <laughs> yes. We're on waves. We're not on cliffs. <laughs> I'm, about to say, I'm about to jump off this thing, break yep. both my legs. Oh, no. And it's no. moving upward, right? Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That, that's a good telltale yeah. sign. <laughs> yes. Yes. My Me growing is painful sometimes, yeah. yep. right? Yep. Ooh. Growing pains. 
Growing pains. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. It's not easy. I'd like to thank everybody for enjoying this podcast, for participating. We hope we brought you some value. If we did, can you please hit like and subscribe? I want to appreciate both of you guys. Mom, I love you so much. You have turned into an incredible human being, and it was amazing to see your growth. And Javi, the same goes for you. I love you so much. I love both of you so much. That is my family. That is twin right there. Swag. Swag. Yeah. In the bag. For sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love right. you. See ya.